Hey sisters, this is Gretchen. I know you absolutely love coming here and listening to stories about other sisters, but we know you probably have a really good one too. So if you and your sister or best friend or pet squirrel, I don't know, no judgment, your sister's your sister, have a great story that you would love to be featured on this podcast, please send it to us at heysisterspod at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at Hey Sisters Podcast and let us know your story. And maybe we'll be featuring it soon in an upcoming episode. Bye, sisters. There's no basement in the Alamo. Name that reference. Don't know it. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Not cool. sponsored yet by Pee Wee. I don't know if we want to be sponsored by Pee Wee. We don't want to be sponsored by Pee Wee. You have the word. You are not allowed to be in charge of sponsorship. <laughs> Crocs, Pee Wee, and Soda Stream. They don't. Uh, I don't think they in so, Soda Stream. We hadn't even talked about that. You're like and Soda Stream. Well, you know, just just lobbing that one out there. Get out of my room! Oh, I have to start us every time. Oh. Hey, sisters! Hey, sisters! Hello, and welcome back to the Hey Sisters podcast. I'm Gretchen. I'm Jesse. I'm sure we already introduced ourselves, but sometimes you have to orient yourselves to our voices again because we've been told we sound exactly like. By people related to us, not just not just like random people. Anyway, this is a podcast by sisters, about sisters, and for everyone. You thought we were going to say that together. I did. I was waiting, but that's okay. But you took it. You took it and ran with it. Very well done. I did. Hey, Gretchen. Tell me about your week and how that is all going and stuff. My week is going well. Um, When we're recording this, it is like beginning holiday madness. So, you know, I'm still navigating and there's many people who are like, oh, you're just beginning, but don't tell me, don't spoil my fun of learning on my own. I'm still navigating the whole having a child with obligations and she's four. So I know everyone's like, <laughs> you think she has obligations. Now, again, don't ro- ruin my like yeah. naivety. But yeah, I'm still navigating that. So like I have things on my calendar, like buy a random present for Alice to take to her class and make sure it's labeled this way. Don't forget, she wears her pajamas on Thursday. Like just stuff like that. That I'm like, yeah. She wears her pajamas? Is it like a pajama party? Yes. Okay. Party. Okay. So, um... Is she going to be wearing her Crocs with those pajamas? Oh, Lord, help me. So what Jesse's referring to <laughs> is my fail on school pictures because I definitely, like growing up, all my school pictures were like chest up. Like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't even know what pants I wore half the time. Okay, I get her school pictures back. She had the cutest dress. Her hair wasn't all cute. I get her school pictures back and they have like these full length pictures of her sitting all cute in a chair the cutest kid in the world with her pink Crocs on with like, and mind you, the little, what are those things called that you like put in the holes? Uh, Gibbets? Gibbets? I don't know. Not sponsored by Crocs yet. Um, I will be okay with if we're never sponsored by Crocs, to be honest. I think they're called Gibbets. Actually, I would love to be sponsored by Crocs because my dress shoes are Crocs. My everyday shoes are Crocs. I have a big old pair of rainbow Crocs. I thought you were going to say I have a problem. And I was like, yes. (laughs) I have a problem with accumulating crocs well her Um, gibbets are like save the world save the turtles like no plastic bags and like yeah but i mean that just means you got great but it's like it steals the show 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Your eyes are directly drawn to the Crocs in that precious picture, but you know, it's a story for later. So my week, I, I got to spend today with a bunch of teenagers creating an escape room. Have you ever done an escape room though? Like, have you ever been to like, I have not, and I really want to go to one. You, I wouldn't, I'll be honest. Um, since we're talking about sister, I don't know that I'd want to do an escape room with you because I'm the, I'm, I'm terrible at escape rooms. I gravitate toward the red herring. And you want, you want a good story. You want a good story. You don't care about actually getting out of the room. Whereas I would be like, screw it. We're taking this ax and we're busting the door down. Yes. The best escape room that I ever did was an academic escape room. If that tells you anything, I'm probably not going to go to an escape room. I take back my previous statement. I don't want to go. I think you would enjoy them, but I think you would need to be alone or just with people you could boss around. Do you you remember when speaking of bossing me around? um, Do you remember we were kids and we used to pretend like we were twins? I have no memory of this. You actually asked me about this earlier and I was like, (laughs) I have no memory of that. You used to, our grandmother, for reference, everybody out there in podcast world, our grandmother used to give us the exact same thing for Christmas, just different colors. So I would get, I remember one year Gretchen got purple jeans with a turquoise t-shirt with shoulder pads. And I got brown jeans with a peach shirt with shoulder pads. I love my color color combination and I hate yours. Yeah. I always had the doo-doo combination. Brown jeans and I got purple jeans. That's not even on the same spectrum affair. At least if I like crapped my pants, you didn't know. Like that's, that's the good thing about brown pants. The only good thing about brown pants, but you used to, you used to take those outfits that were virtually the same outfit. You would tell me to put mine on, you would put yours on. And then we would go places with mom, like the grocery store or like any place random. And we would walk around the store just knowing everybody thinks we're twins and jokes on them. We're not twins. It was this game that we used to play. Oh man, we were weird. We were so weird. I I mean, I can, I can see like us, I can see me wanting to pretend that we were twins for sure. Because I mean, we were also, I mean, how many months apart are we? 15? Uh, more than that, I think. We're like 21 months apart. We're 16 months apart. No, we're not. Are we? Yeah. I was born in September. Go a full year to the next September. That's 12, correct? Yeah. October, November, December, January. We're 16, 16 months, months apart. Holy cow. No, like, like, right. Sometimes I do the math and I'm like, dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's confusing though, because of your January. So it seems longer because the years are like, I have a full year plus on you. So it's like, Oh, yeah. we're much further apart. Nope. 80, 82. Oh no. I just told our ages, but we have a younger brother who was 83, but we're actually, he and I You're are further, further apart. apart. Yeah. 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 So I get, I get mixed up sometimes. No big surprise there. Anyway, I ask this because today we are talking about two sisters who are very alike. We're talking about the Hilton sisters, Paris and Nikki. No, we're talking about the conjoined twins, Daisy and Violet. I'll be honest. When you said Hilton, I wasn't thinking of them. I don't think I knew their last name. I thought I thought of them as Daisy and Violet. Well, that's kind of how they're known. Let's be fair. Those are much like, those are cool names too. Yeah. Named after flowers. Um, their, their mom's boss actually named them when they were born. 
they were born at like the turn of the century, 1908. Um, and before we get too far in, let me uh, cite my sources. It is the Library of Congress. They have a lot of like news articles and things about them. And the Tragic Life Story of the Conjoined Hilton Sisters by Sal Wrights. And also the sort of documentary about them. I don't know how much of that is verified, but it's a Leslie Zemeckis documentary called Bound by Flesh. So when they were born, their mom, um, they were born in England, in Brighton, England. Their mom called them monsters. And Ooh, yeah, sad. yeah. So the they didn't even know that they were conjoined. I mean, that it's 1908. They don't really, it's all kind of a guess at that point. There's ultrasounds no sound yeah. The release, yeah. So when the first one was born, there was an obstruction. The nurse recorded an obstruction and that's why they couldn't there's instruction to the birth in the birth canal. So their mom was not super rich. She worked at a pub and the owner of the pub, she's actually the one that was named Hilton, Mary Hilton. She saw money when these girls were born. So she basically bought them from their mother. Oh my God. Yes. And their mom continued to work at the pub. But it was always like their mother is their manager, who is Mary Hilton. And from the time they were three, they were touring the UK as part of a, and in, they weren't like part of a freak show. Um, and I know that like, we don't use those words anymore, but that's what they were called at the yeah, time. It's like a historical reference, not a yeah, current right. way of this referring is, to it. Yeah, for sure. No, but they were, they were touring on their own. Um, they were called the Siamese twins, Daisy and Violet, which is really kind of gross nowadays, like knowing what we know, but they did have their lives taken care of. They were uh, like, unfortunately, all the money they made went to the Hiltons, went to Mary and her husband, so not to their mom at all. Like Mary Hilton, like, so did she paid money for them when they were little, I guess? Yeah. When yeah. Like when they were born, she basically compensated mom to gotcha. adopt oh. them, but it wasn't like, there wasn't, I don't know what the legality on adoption was back then. Yeah. I mean, there, and there's so two ways to look at this. Like, okay. Had they stayed with the not so entrepreneurial, like pub wench mother. I'd, I, I recently went yeah. to Renaissance Festival. Well, her name was so Kate. Her Kate Skinner was her name. So we can call her Kate. Not pub wench. <laughs> Won't do that not again. Not pub wench. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, so, but you know, they had, they stayed with her, like who knows whether, not that this sounds like it's going a really great way, but their life could, would have, they may have like not thrived. Oh yeah. Right? No, not no. Because she, right. if she had had a different boss, she probably would have been kicked out for being pregnant and unwed. So she lived at the pub and they were originally displayed at the pub. So she probably got to interact with her kids until they were three and started touring. He's sad. Yeah, it is. So their, their life is super roller coastery because they were, so they were time. They were three, they were touring, they were doing this show. They were making money. So they were taken care of, but they never got their money. So very quickly they learned to ask for what they need and they learned to play instruments. They learned to dance. They learned to do all kinds of things. So they're conjoinment. And if you follow us on Instagram, we'll put up some of the library of Congress pictures of them. So you have a point of reference, but they were conjoined at the hip. They shared a pubic bone and a blood circulatory system. So they did consider separating them when they were born. 
So they shared a blood circulatory system, but not the same heart. No, no, they, they were conjoined. If you look at pictures of them, they look like two women standing side by side. They had independent limbs, independent organs. Nowadays, we probably would be able to separate them. But in 1908, I'm sure it was the blood circulatory system was the big barrier. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I'm looking at pictures now, like there's, especially there's one of them like sitting down on a bench. Yeah. Where like, I mean, I don't know how it works, but it looks like these days we probably would have had an ease of separation. Yeah. That's what to me is kind of tragic is because if they'd been born, you know, not even a hundred years later, 50 years later, they probably would have attempted a separation surgery in 58. Although isn't there a lot of debate around that? Like, I don't know the world of conjoined twins at all. Like I'll be perfectly honest, but from what I've, you know, just maybe a documentary on some more recent conjoined twins that were born. It's like a big debate within that world about whether or not to be separated. I think the debate is let, let them make their own decision unless unless their conjoinment is detrimental to one or both of them. Right. It's along the same lines of like intersex, like exactly make the decision for them or do we let them let's, let's let them make that decision. Right. And there's some, there's some conjoined twins that will never be separated. There's some that make that decision when they're older. There's some that you have to make that decision, but for them, you know, they were, they were thriving as best they could while being exhibited by the person that they considered their mother. I'm like totally drawn into these pictures of them now. Like they're, yeah, you'll have to go look at these because they're really good. And and they're so, they are super, super talented. I've actually, I, I love, I don't love the end of their story, but I love what we're about to get to because when Mary Hilton died, she left them in her will to her daughter. And part of that does have to do, well, part of it has to do with the idea that people who are medically different are also mentally deficient. Like we infantilize people who are disabled. Unfortunately, but but this is a different time as well. It was a different time. Yeah. We have to carry that through the story for sure. Right. So they were left to Edith Myers, her husband, who is a balloon salesman is named Meyer Myers. Stop. Like I am obsessed now with finding pictures of everything you talk about on Google. Well, we can put them up. They're all on library of Congress. So like, that's why they were one of my references, but like good old Meyer Myers. And they were actually, they were living in Birmingham, Alabama. So they came to the States real quick. Oh, wow. Okay. And they got a gig with Bob Hope. Like they weren't Charlie, they knew Charlie Chaplin. So they were showbiz gals yeah. from, from early. So um, they weren't quite as side showy as you would think. Like No, they were independently talented. Yeah, that's awesome. The Myers were not good managers. They were more into balloons. They were more into balloons. <laughs> balloons of, I can't relate that back. Just balloons. Let's just say balloons. As the girls are coming of age and realizing that they are, well, I mean, they're women at this point. They ended up realizing that they are making a bunch of money and that money is being taken away from them. So on the advice of Harry Houdini, the magician. Wow. Like you're name dropping for them. Like if they were still here, they'd be like, well, then me and Harry. Yeah. Right. Like all the elbow rubbing. They were famous. They, they were talented. They could sing, they could dance, they could play instruments. They acted, they, they had their own. Um, so basically they, they sued. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, yeah, Harry Houdini, they, on the they, advice of Harry Houdini, they sued 
to get out from under management by Edith and Meyer Myers, <laughs> not Oscar. So funny. Um, and they won, they won a hundred thousand dollars in 1931. Wow. Right. And so that was like, I think the equivalent is like $2 million nowadays. So they won a hundred thousand dollars and their independence. So now they are recognized as independent human beings to individual people. And what I love is like their account of winning that, that lawsuit was like, and we went and got dresses that we wanted to wear. We got hats that we wanted to wear. And like, and then one of them, I don't remember which one, but she was like, and we wanted to smoke cigarettes. So we smoked cigarettes. It's like, I am independent. So, okay. I have like a somewhat, you might be getting to this, but have you ever watched the American Horror Story uh, freak show that season? Yes. Yes. They Was have, that like loosely based? Because aren't they Violet and Daisy in yeah, the show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's I don't lot. know if you're getting to that. So I don't want to like spoiler alert, but there's like a cigarette scene in there. I think that I remember. I don't, I, I have seen clips of it and I haven't seen that. I don't watch scary stuff. I live alone with a sneaky cat that's slinks in the shadows and tries to get me. So I don't watch scary things, but they were in right after they got their independence. They were in the film freaks, which I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. seen it. Mm -hmm. No, I have not seen it, but I know like you hear about it a lot. Um, I've heard about it referenced quite a bit. Well, a lot of the people in that had sued their managers, sued freak shows, gained their independence. So it's a lot of people who were on like the bills of freak shows. Yeah. They're like the famous people of that era who were considered quote unquote freaks, like for real, but they were like, they had, I, so I guess now what you're saying is they'd like come out and they're owning it as oh, yeah. far as like we have, we're making money off ourselves, but living the way we want. Right. And, and it shows a culture of what were, what the people that were called freaks, it shows a culture right. of circus and, um, and it's actually really, um, it's really bold, especially for 1932, the way that it speaks about the, the way that they're treated. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah. They're independent. It's the, it's the other, um, the people I was thinking of in that are the twins, the male and female continue. I've never heard of male and female conjoined twins. What are you talking Not about? Not conjoined. No, 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 okay. no. Okay. They're like, it. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. So. They began to live independent lives, even down to getting dresses. Like imagining male and female conjoined twins. Like, yeah, I was work. just going to let you have run with that for a second. No, my mind was like in a totally different. I need to stop looking up images of everything you're talking about on Google. Like in my visual processor, maybe continue. They ha- are now like independent. They have their own home. They have a manager that they interviewed and hired and they are like well on their way. They're doing public appearances. They have a vaudeville show, not just an act but a whole show that's the Hilton sisters review and they are living the high life. I don't remember which one, but one of them dyed her hair blonde and they're, they're wearing different dresses that are, that are tailored to fit them. And they're making tons of money. They're dating. And part of that is 1936. Uh, Violet married James Moore, who is a very well-known gay actor. He was known to be gay back then. That Okay. How's that? Wait for it. Gotcha. It was a publicity stunt to get the heat off of him and to show independence. But like when they would go on dates, they got very good at tuning each other out. So 
like if, if Violet was on a date, Daisy would just like read a book and ignore what was happening beside her. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of accounts of conjoined twins, like dating. Right. Yeah. So it's not odd. So they were married for 10 years. It's just odd when a straight conjoined twin marries a gay male. Right. So to that, I will respond in 1936 Hollywood. Right. <laughs> like, let's like, let's pull out. Was, I was the- not at all thrown by the conjoined twins dating. That was not where I was thrown. No. What's thrown is this well-known gay actor getting the heat yeah, off of right. himself marries Violet. And to me, like in my head, I have no, this is, this is not supported by any text anywhere, but in my head, Violet's like, oh, sweetie, let's just get married. Yeah. Um. Like people are treating you badly. Let's get married. But they were married for 10 years. Wow. And eventually it was annulled, which Even I don't know. Annulled after 10 years. Um, I, I don't, I don't really know what an annulment is. Let's be very I honest. I think an annulment is when the marriage wasn't consummated. Usual marriage. And oh. what I know from Hollywood is that if it's not consummated, which I, I mean, a conjoined. Well, I know, but I'm like, maybe they finally were like, look. We're just going to come out with it. He really is gay. We never had sex. Right. Yeah. Something happened in 46. Let's we're done being married. So then not to be outdone um, in 1941, Daisy marries a gay actor. (laughs) What is going on with these girls? Um, Is it like they couldn't figure out like, we don't really know how it's going to go down if we try to have sex and we're conjoined. <laughs> so we're just going to marry gay guys. So that's a non-issue. And like, right. I like hanging out with them, but we're just going to like. Yes. Yes. Have so, a very platonic marriage. Right. And this is Buddy Sawyer. She married Buddy Sawyer. His real name is Harold Estep, but Buddy Sawyer, he's a dancer. Very well known that he was gay. Oh, please and- tell me that they're like two husbands were in a relationship. Oh, that would add. There's no evidence of that, but that would work. Who are they again? James Moore and Buddy Sawyer. Okay. So use your Google machine, find that. But they were only married for 10 days. Yeah. Like literally I only get pictures of them like um, with the twins. So, okay. Well, and who knows their careers may have been in the toilet because they're gay. So they marry these two famous conjoined twins. Right. But they were married at the same time in 1941 because Daisy and Buddy Sawyer only lasted for 10 days. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It kind of reminds me of when we were kids and like you took piano lessons and I tried like, oh, yeah. Gretchen married a gay dude. Let me try. I For everyone's um, clarification, I did not marry. No, that's a gay true. Dude. That's true. I was putting <laughs> us in their context. Um, way to clarify. <laughs> My husband's like suing me for slander. I can feel him blushing in the next room. <laughs> <He's> um, blushing. <laughs> so they... After that, they did an exploitation, a couple exploitation films about their lives. The one that I use as a reference is actually a documentary. But then their new manager, they're traveling around make, making appearances. Their last appearance was at a drive-in in Charlotte, North Carolina. Fun fact. I've been yeah. to that place. Um, <laughs> That's all the, that was my only fun fact. I, I live three hours away. I can geographically actually, no, I don't know where it is, but I've been there. Well, they, they were from like where they claimed their hometown was San Antonio. Stop. Texas. Yeah. Where the tiniest historical seeming to be large thing in the world is. Yep. That would be the Elmo. Yes. So when they made their last appearance, 1961, their manager just took off and they were stuck in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they were stuck with no money 
no clothes, no place to live. Whoa, 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 whoa. How did they get to that point? Though? Their tour manager took them for everything. Oh, okay. They didn't just leave. They left with all their all their stuff. Oh, yeah. They were they were living on the road at that point. Gotcha. Um, and no. yeah, and and you gotta think like it's one of those things like when you're a kid, you go to you go see Peter Pan and you see it again and again and again. And by the time you're done seeing the play for the third time, you don't want to go see it again. That's kind of how their tour was going. Everybody's vaudeville tours were going that way. I'm shocked that they were still making appearances in 1961. Yeah. How um, old were they? When were they born again? The 20s? 1908. They, they, whoa. Yeah. So they were still making appearances. Whoa. Yeah. But like a vaudeville act to have that kind I don't, of longevity is impressive. I don't know that they were doing their full act or anything. They might be like playing violin, playing like doing bits. Yeah. Kind of like appearances that actors make at Comic-Con. That that's what's going on in my head. Again, yeah. no evidence. Right. And all the all the newspaper articles are just like, "Hey, these people are going to be in town." There's no account, there's no like critique. It's just that they were there. Um, so I don't know what they did, but they were stuck at the drive-in. They went to a grocery store nearby, got a job. Isn't there a song in Greece about the, a drive-in? Alone they, at the drive-in. There you go. See? It a fool. What there will they say Monday at school? That yes. song almost goes too well with the story. Yeah, it does. Maybe they were the the inspiration for what's Sandy. that character's name? No, not Sandy. Is it Rizzo? Sandy's, no, Sandy's boyfriend. Danny, oh, Danny Zuko. John Travolta. Yes, John Travolta. <laughs> Did he sponsor us? Again, you're not trying to sponsorship. Oh, I want John Travolta. I was getting close. I was getting close. So you've yet to find a sponsor I agree with. <sighs> I think you would agree with SodaStream, but that's a different I might, story. I might agree with SodaStream. So they worked at the grocery store. They, they found an apartment. They got back on their feet. And by all accounts, they didn't, they didn't hate that after living such a, a broad life, they, they got, I mean, they were functional. They, they got to the grocery, they had an apartment nearby. Um, and this is, this is where people are like, oh, that's so sad. But that's us thinking like, wouldn't it be great to be a star? Like they yeah, had functional right. lives. They had two incomes. Also for one shift. like the bagging and checkout ability of people who are conjoined could really work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least Absolutely. the way they are. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they probably like killed it at the grocery, man. I'm sure they did. So they were there for about eight years. And then one day in 1969, they didn't show up to work and their boss called the police. The police went over and found them. Don't they tell me one is dead and one is alive. Okay. They were oh, both God. dead when the police found them. Oh my God. This is going to be so sad. I don't need to tell you if it's too sad. You don't want me not no, tell you? Just tell me. It's fine. One of them okay. wrote a note. Was there a uh, note? No, no, no. There was no note or anything. Okay. This was autopsy. So No, no, no. I don't mean like like, uh, like they took their own life. I mean like if one was dying and the other one's like, well, I have a little while. No, there was nothing like that. Okay. Well, they, ha they had been sick. Okay. They were out of work, but then they were supposed to come back in. They never showed back up. Okay. And they had died of the flu. Daisy died first. And according to autopsy, Violet would have died between two and four days later. <sighs> but you also have to remember she had a fever. She could have been in, she could have been comatose. We she don't know. Like, 
Yeah. So oh, my hope, God. yeah, my hope is that they both lost consciousness. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, I don't know the again, I don't know the physiology, but there's probably something that goes on if you're still sharing a circulatory system and one heart stops beating. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if nothing else, like she could have, I mean, my super um, uneducated opinion is that like she could potentially have had like a heart attack trying to pump blood through two bodies with one heart. Oh yeah. Or stroke. Mm-hmm. Also a cardiovascular disease. Wow. Well, that's a really sad ending. I mean, not really sad because well, we all they- died, but I mean, like not, I will say, okay, go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Their biological mother who called them a monster. Yeah. That could have gone real different. Oh yeah, absolutely. They could like, have been they, probed they and had that story of like, they were locked in an attic their whole life kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the elephant man who like, he was a yeah. medical anomaly. So they just captured him and he had a fully functioning working brain, but they didn't give that credit. They lived their life the way they wanted to for the majority of their life. Is it stupid, dumb, and mean of their tour manager to abandon them in Charlotte? Yes, absolutely. But they were given a great burial in Charlotte. The city buried them. Um, there's historical markers, every place that they lived, they had, and they were smart. They were talented and we got to see that. So if you haven't seen their performances, you should, but their media legacy is the big deal too, because we were fascinated by them. So Gretchen, you pointed out that, um, what was the show? I keep saying magic horror story, but that's not right. No, it's not. Um, American (laughs) horror story. It's the one that has like all the different seasons, the different themes, right? Sarah Paulson and Jessica Lange. So, well, hold on. Oh, you're just naming some random. I'm naming actors that are part of the company of American. Also, actually, these are played by the same actress. No, 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 no. Um, But they were, there was a musical written about them in 1989 called 20 Fingers, 20 Toes. I have never heard of it before now. I don't know that it was super successful. What what was it written? 20, 89, 20 fingers, 20 toes was the name of it. 1989? Yes. But there was another musical. Oh, wait, that was a musical? Yes, it was a Broadway musical. Oh, that's even I don't worse. know. Hang on. I don't know that it ever went to Broadway. It only ran for 35 I hope, performances. I hope it didn't go to Broadway. I feel like it. I feel like it didn't. It included a wholly fictitious plot um, that they were surgically separated as adults. So no wonder it bombed. Yeah, really. Um, but another musical loosely based on them, like they're included in the musical called Sideshow. Mm. Um uh, that came out when I was when we were in high school, and the very scandalous the Alice 90s, Ripley, the nineties, the nineties, all who didn't do the math from our original, yeah, of our birthdays at the beginning. Um, but Emily Skinner and Alice Ripley played them. Their song in that show is beautiful, and it kind of holds to their legacy. And of course, there was a documentary made. There's frequently documentaries made. There's books written about them because we are fascinated with anomalies we are fat as human beings we're fascinated with differences we're fascinated with people overcoming difference and we're also just fascinated by stars and their stars and also like i think there's like what's intriguing to me about them in particular um like other stories of conjoined twins i'm interested in because of the whole like whoa how does that work component of it like the physiology aspect because like i'm like the sciencey person but on theirs, like I'm almost more intrigued because I'm like, wow, like really, how does it work? Because it's not obvious that they're conjoined. Right. Yeah. 
you know, like it's even more interesting to me because it's like, it doesn't look what you would imagine. Like if you're imagining conjoined twins, I feel like most of us imagine like people sharing more of like a mid torso area. Yeah. Right? Only like, like two or three legs. Right. And like, um, yeah. maybe some deviations in like head position and like, you know, different things like that. Like, yeah. And they, you know, they did have a very dark youth. They were, they were abused. They were treated poorly. And I'm not saying it like that to throw it away, but that's not who they were They're, You know, we are not our, our adverse childhood experiences. It just led them to this beautiful, this beautiful life that they had ownership of. However, brief, um, it was like, they got to smoke their cigarette. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just let that. Yeah. But they're, um, if you haven't seen freaks, watch freaks, it's working title was the monster story, but thank goodness we got away from that. Yeah. Um, maybe we could title this podcast that just to give them some, like the monster story, the monster story. I love that they married gay actors too. (laughs) That's like a whole bizarre turn of events. I just want to ask, I'd like talk to them about that whole thing. I want to know, like if they got to enjoy physical intimacy with someone, because that to me is like a, a, a big, it was such like a, like you couldn't talk about it back in the day and it was poo-pooed to even, so like they couldn't ask anybody about what, what it would be like, or like how, like, let's talk this out before it happens. Like maybe it was like so taboo. And I'm, I'm wondering like, what were they told growing up about it? And cause there's got to be something there. That's like, if they both married a, a known to be gay actor, and especially if it was like to help them or their career, like, I don't know, I just wish I could, understand or hear from them now right like bring them back and talk to them about like what were you told and but that's a whole that's a whole thing yeah also i mean there's a spectrum on sexuality too so true who knows and we don't know we don't know what all they dealt with in their youth so right well and that's what i'm thinking like there's got to be more of course there's more to the story we don't know it all but like i mean they definitely they definitely said that they were physically abused um when they would act up like they were spanked and beaten beyond like what would be considered norm yeah um and i do know that like the myers in san antonio especially like shut them away from the world so nobody got a free show Mm. but then they sued yeah man thanks to harry houdini who said get a lawyer so cool yeah they're remember the alamo remember the alamo Thank you for joining us for the story of the other Hilton sisters. Or Although we should cover the, the Hilton sisters. I also think the the ones that we say are the Hilton sisters could be the other. They came second. The first Hilton sisters. First. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, Bye sisters. sisters.